0: This is the Midlife Motorheads Podcast. Listen in as we talk about our automotive adventures in the shop, on the road, and at the track. So climb on in, tighten those belts, let's go for a ride. We are the Midlife Motorheads. And now... Broadcasting from Motorhead Central, somewhere in the Carolinas, is the hosts of the show, Gene and Trotty. All right, and welcome to episode 13 of the Midlife Motorheads podcast. On today's show, we talk with Jim Malloy. Not only is he a law enforcement officer in the state of Illinois, he is also an ambassador for the Illinois Special Olympics. We're going to talk with Jim about his awesome police interceptor race car and everything he does to raise money for such a worthy cause. Hey, Jim, welcome to the Midlife Motorhead Podcast.
1: Hi, guys. Thank you. So, so Jim, tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? I'm from the suburbs of Chicago. I live in Frankfort, Illinois, and uh, I've been a police officer for just about 29 years now.
2: Your experience with the the Crown Victoria then?
1: Yeah, pretty (laughs) much my entire career, I either drove, the Chevy Caprice with the Vette motors, or um, I've driven the uh, Ford Crown Vic.
2: You know, you know, Jim, with our uh, Crown Vic uh, race car, Trotty and I will, you know, if we're pulling from one track to another or whatever we're doing, we'll roll into a gas station and here comes the man <laughs> and he'll roll up and he'll look at the car. He'll get out and he'll tell us, you know, that was my favorite car, favorite <laughs> car to, to, uh, you know, serving as a as a police officer, or sheriff, or whatever it might be. So, our car actually came from uh, the uh, Air Force. It was on Shar Air Force Base as a uh, an MP car for I don't know, Trotty, for many years, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's probably got five thousand idle hours on it. I would I would imagine. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I've heard. You know the the local sheriff's department here. They they all had the Crown Vics, and I, I know quite a few of those guys. And they said they beat them cars to death. But I'm thinking, uh, you know, military police. They you know on a base, it probably didn't. It probably just cruised around. It probably didn't get beat on at all.
1: Probably not. I mean, on the base, I don't see them getting in high speed chases and and jumping curbs and doing all the crazy stuff that we've done with our cars over the years.
2: So, so Jim, how how did you first get interested in cars?
1: I've I've been involved with cars ever since I was young. My dad, my dad's always had Corvettes or Mustangs or, you know, he's had all different kinds of cars. And when I got in high school, my first car was a Pontiac Astra. I don't know if you guys know what that is. That's like the Pontiac version of a Chevy Vega. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, that, that was my first car and it had a little four banger in it. And then, uh, then after that, um, I got a Jeep. And then I graduated from the Jeep to uh, a Trans Am. And um, then I got a uh, Mustang after that. I had a Mustang LX 5.0 that I bought from the uh, Florida Highway Patrol at an auction. And I-, I, just, I just got hooked on these cars. And after high school, I kind of got involved with a group of guys. And we used to drag race on the street. And after I lost my driver's license, I stopped doing that. Um, I lost a friend in a car accident, and that that just kind of pushed me away from the racing on the street scene. But as I started getting older and a little bit more responsible, um, trying to be safe and all that stuff, um, I went to the police academy, and I got hired. I got really fast cars, really nice cars, and really cool lights. So how could you go wrong?
0: That's right. What led you into racing the Crown Vic that you currently have?
1: Well, I've been involved with Illinois Special Olympics probably since the beginning of my career. We do the polar plunge, plane pulls. Uh, We do cop on top. That's If you guys don't have it where you're at, we go up on top of Dunkin' Donuts and we wave at everybody. And we try to get donations for Special Olympics. And we stay up there for like six or seven hours. I took over Special Olympics in uh, 2017 at my department. And in 2018, an officer from another suburban department, which is close to mine, uh, was vacationing in California. And he saw a group of police officers while he was there. And apparently they race cars every weekend. California Highway Patrol, Los Angeles, uh, LAPD. San Bernardino County, there's, there's all different departments that are involved in this. sheriffs, everybody. So they took old Crown Vicks or, you know, took the old Camaros and stuff like that from the police and they converted them to race cars. That's how we all got involved in it. My buddy came back and he said, you know, this might be a great thing for us to do. We have a dirt track in Joliet, Illinois. A lot of the police officers are very friendly with the owners because she's been involved in the community and all that stuff. So a couple of the guys went to her and spoke to her about it and she seemed to be pretty good. So 2018 was the very first race that my group did. That's
0: incredible. All right, Jim, are they all Crown Vicks or are they different makes and models or what?
1: Uh, Yes, sir. For the most part, um, they're all Crown bicks. We do have one department that has an old um, LT1 Chevy Caprice um, that he runs. That's another local department that's, that's by us. Other than him, he's the only Chevy. But we have right now, uh, we only had 18 cars. And they went out on the track and they would let them run around with their lights on and sirens throughout the whole race. It's only, it was only a 15 or 20 lap race. The very first year, the very first year they had a couple of miscombobulations as far as accidents happening and then the emergency crew coming out on the track. So they kind of changed the rules a little bit where while, while the officers are racing out on the track, um, they cannot have their light bars on. If it's under yellow or, you know, they red light up for an, a crash or something, we can turn our light bars on out on the track. But they don't want us racing with the light bars. just because they had an, they, they had an incident with a, a, a emergency vehicle pulling out on the track. And the racers didn't realize, you know, that vehicle kind of popped out on them and that stuff. So we didn't have communication the first year either. So we weren't able to speak with the tower. The tower wasn't able to speak with us. So the end of 2018, about May or June, is when I got my car. I paid $500 cash for the car, had 135,000 miles on it. The car runs super well. Tell us about the track. It,
2: is this a dirt track?
1: Yes, sir. It's, 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 it's a uh, three-quarter mile dirt oval is what we're allowed to race on.
2: You ever, do you, have you ever been to a road course with the car?
1: And there's another track in Joliet, Illinois. It's called the Autobahn. It's a huge road course. And a friend of mine invited me out there one time, and I got to drive this Camaro out there. And it, I'll tell you what, if I had my choice between dirt and running on a road course, it'd be a road course all day long.
0: That's why we went road racing. It's funny that you said that you got a 137,000-mile car for $500. Man, that's exactly what I paid for mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, $500, man. Roll cage, but- you know... Safety gear, fire suppression system, and what, six, seven months later, we're running 150 miles an hour at Daytona.
2: Here's what got us Go kind ahead. of excited about, about what you're doing is, um, you know, we're, we gravitate towards the car because it's Crown Vic. and Right. You know, I, there's a lot of law enforcement in, in my family history. And, you know, it, we kind of thought that the Crown Vic was kind of a fun thing because if you do... You know, some a mishap happens. You're going to be in a lot better situation in a nice big car like that than than some of these other you know smaller cars like a Miata or something. They handle right, really absolutely. well. Absolutely, really impressed with with the Special Olympics tie-in. Can you can you tell us about that? I think that's probably the most interesting thing.
1: Okay, so Illinois Special Olympics. What we do is is police officers. We we usually do several events throughout the year. Uh, one, like we sell T-shirts. We have all different shirts. We have um, baseball caps, pins. So I get those in January. I drive down to uh, Springfield, Illinois, where we have our kickoff party every year. Sometimes I'll supply my sponsors with the shirts, so they'll help me um, as far as the promotion of sales of the shirts and that stuff. But all the money that I rate goes directly to Illinois Special Olympics. Any donation that I get for Top on Top or... Uh, any of the events that I do, um, for instance, if I, if I was to go to a car show and I set my table up and I sell my shirt, all that money goes directly to only Special Olympics. So at the end of the year, we, uh, we get a total and then um, we get a plaque. Very first year, I did around $3,800. Last year, I did almost $9,000. I buy this car. I put all the cool decals on it. We only have to raise $500 to race, But the more money you raise for Special Olympics, the higher up in the pole positions you'll make. So going on after that, I, I, it just made me drive me more and more to get this car done. So I went around to all the local hot rod shops, several of which, you know, they, they build phenomenal cars and all that stuff. And, you know, I get to cross-eyed look. Why would you want to do that? an old police car i'm like listen this is a special olympics race we do it to raise money for the kids and it's a bunch of police officers buying cars donating their time fixing these up to go out there and have a race so 2019 i got my car done i've got a ton of sponsors Uh, if you guys have seen my cars it looks it looks like a nascar um it, r- it really quiz.
0: does. I mean, that was one of my questions okay. is, man, you got decals for sponsors all over this thing. Man, what's the secret?
1: Basically, what I started doing is going to uh, places and contacting places like Quit. So like, there's a, de- a good year in my town that I work where I'm a police officer. So I went to them and I said, listen, I would appreciate if you guys could help me out with this. I know it's going to be an expensive endeavor, but if you guys are willing to help me, I will put you on my car as a sponsor and to pay it forward to them. I put my, there's tons and tons and tons of pictures of my car on Facebook. And that's how I accumulated my sponsors race Clip, Goodyear. I've got Kirky seats in my car. I got a little hot rod shop out in Rockdale, Illinois that did my cage for me where I went to some other hot rod shops and, and they were telling me $250 a bet. And I'm like, guys, this is a $500 race car <laughs> that is probably going to get wrecked the first time that I take it out. It was crazy. But anyways, I was fortunate enough to get all these sponsors that I have, and I would just I contact them, and I would uh, either try to see what they would be willing to do as far as the car i would explain to them. It's also for Special Olympics. Any money I get goes directly to Special Olympics, and I'm pretty much building this car on my own. What could you guys possibly do to help me? And in return, I will put you on my car as a sponsor. Our Special Olympics race only happens once a year. So I figured to offset the race and all that stuff, I would take the car to several shows. I mean, there's shows everywhere. you
0: you talk about just static car shows, correct?
1: Yes, yeah, like static car shows or... Um, advertised car shows, like the Ford dealerships up here, they have a lot of car shows. Um, so, um, Harley Davidson, a couple of the Harley Davidsons up here have hot rod shows and all that. They have motorcycle shows, hot rod shows. So I started going to those. Um, and by going to those car shows or going like a cruise night,
2: Mm -hmm. um,
1: there's several cruise nights up here, law enforcement related cruise nights and all this stuff. And I take the car there. And just standing around and talking to people and people come up and say, Hey, you know, this is really cool. And then I tell them that, you know, this is what we use the cars for. And everybody says, Oh my goodness. He said, that car is so beautiful. Why are you going to race it out in the dirt track? (laughs) And I said, well, that's what I honestly, that's what I built it for. I said, so I I really want to do it. Um, and I did. So in 2019, I raced it and, uh, my sponsors, everybody was all happy and stuff, but the car got, the car got banged up pretty bad in the race because it was obviously muddy. It was slippery. We were all beating and banging off of each other out there.
0: Yep. That's Um, dirt track racing.
1: That's dirt track racing. Right. And you know, and, 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 and all my friends tried to tell me all the guys that helped me build the car, all the guys that took their cars and kind of help guide me with my car. They all said, Jimmy, don't race that car. He said, it's going to get destroyed. I said, listen, I did all this work. I worked on your guys' cars. I've, you guys have helped me work on mine. I've done all this work, and my sponsors have done all this work. I have to run it. So 2019, I raced. in, in
2: 2020 here, with, with the COVID pandemic and everything, have you guys had your Special Olympics race yet? No our,
1: our Special Olympics race was canceled due to COVID.
2: Now, do you do different t shirts for different years? Like is there a 2020 edition?
1: Every year, Special Olympics designs the shirts um different. So they're a different color, they have a different logo on them. They even have a different logo for um uh for the polar plunge, the plane pole. They all have like the plane pole, it's got a great big 747 logo on the front of it. All the different things that we do um special olympics makes different shirts for the event it kind of seems to me
2: like you might be sitting on a bunch of shirts right now if if you had a made up and and you really haven't had any events is that is that true yeah so jim let's sell some t-shirts here man like i'm an XL, so put me put me down for one try you you want one absolutely extra large how does a listener get a t-shirt
1: okay well Probably the best way for them to get a hold of me is if I gave them my uh I can give you guys my email address.
2: What's the email?
1: Um the email is SWATGUY SWATGUY three zero five at fbcglobal net. All right,
2: we'll see how many t shirts we can get sold here. We're I'm gonna buy one, Charlie's gonna buy one. And how sure. much are they?
1: Um, the T-shirts are $20. I have baseball caps. Those are $15. And then I have Special Olympics pins. They're $5. All
0: right, Very cool. <laughs> I'm looking at a picture of your car, 305.
1: Yeah. What is yeah.
0: 305? Yeah. Tell us
1: quickly. Well, 305 is my badge number.
0: Oh, okay. That makes sense. Very cool. Yeah. That's a good-looking car, man. And I told Thanks. you, I messaged you when you showed me the uh, the ribbon or the trophy that you got at the car show. It shows very well. Yeah. Especially in that you got a midlife Motorhead sticker on it, you know.
1: <laughs> yeah, that, that that helps. That helps a lot. That yeah. helps a lot.
0: Well, man, listen, it is. I think this is a great thing that you're doing with the, you know, for the Special Olympics. Um, it's unfortunate that 2020 was kind of a buzz for really everybody yeah. in motorsports. But it's a really, really cool thing that you and uh, your your fellow police officers are doing. So, man, Gene's got some uh some quick fire questions he wants to ask you.
2: Sure. So here, here, we, we usually ask these at, at the end of the uh, the interview with a guest, and we're just looking for that first that pops in your head, right? So five questions. First question, Jim, is first car.
1: Mine was a Pontiac Astra. The, that was the Vega, right? D- did your smoke? Yeah, it did. Actually, when you got on it really hard, it blew oil out the exhaust. It was, the, it was it horrible. Was
2: the, it was the worst design engine in, in, in uh, modern history. Favorite racetrack?
1: Autobahn and Joliet. I really like that one a lot. All
2: right, cool. Bucket list track, a racetrack that you want to race on.
1: I want to run my car with all the other Special Olympics drivers at Chicagoland Speedway in Joliet before they close it. That's my bucket list. Very cool. That's very
2: cool. The most fun you've had in your race car?
1: Probably getting (laughs) rear-ended on the parade lap. (laughs) Um, Actually finishing the race was really fun for me because I was really worried that the car was going to get wrecked and wouldn't be able to finish.
2: Very cool. Best advice you give to someone that wants to do the same thing you're doing?
1: If somebody wants to do the racing like we do, I would recommend they would they find a good car. Get involved with people that are doing racing like you, you guys do and reach out to them and, and find out and get the information so you can build the car the right way so that it's safe because that's, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted it to be safe.
0: Very,
2: so, very you, cool. I'll tell you what. If you ever get your Special Inc. Olympics group out on a road course, we will bring our car and we will race with you.
1: That'd be great. I was actually approached by a Brian from USMC Racing yep. uh, when they got their second car, 428. Yep. And he he asked me if I wanted to come out and drive it. And I told them absolutely, but just due to everything going on with COVID, and then my department switching us to us to twelve-hour shifts, I would really like to do that. But it just right now with all this craziness going on, it's kind of hard for me to 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 get a way to do that. But hopefully next year, if the offer still stands with Brian, I want to try and arrange to go out and drive the cars. Uh, Cause now they have a new car too. They have that blue Camaro that they yeah they just yeah
0: they just got it. Yeah, we're pretty good friends with Brian, so uh, yeah, it's a good. You he's guys doing a good awesome. thing too. Well, listen, we want to thank you for sitting down and chatting with us tonight. Gene, you Absolutely. got something.
2: And we're we're proud to have you on the show because of thank your dedication you. to Special Olympics, and you're wearing that badge every day. That means a lot to us.
0: It it really thank does. You. We appreciate your service. Thank you. All right, man. Thank you so much for everything. We'll send you an email so we can uh, purchase our T-shirts and we'll try to push them a little bit for you. Um, we'll get a, we'll get some um, we'll get some photographs. We'll put them on Instagram, you know, with all the links and everything. So um, maybe we can make something happen for you for 2020.
1: How about that? Well, that'd be great, guys. Thank you so much. All right. Good
0: evening, Appreciate it. Thank you downloading and subscribing to the midlife motorhead podcast make sure to check out our main website at midlifemotorheads.com and all our social outlets facebook instagram and youtube